0: With your MX card entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select campus events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
1: Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season
2: They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders. Plus a
3: look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Con Racing. Welcome back to another issue of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley, alongside Brendan Gone, here Jeff, in your the. Jeff, looks good today. Oh, I got a haircut today. Looks good. Yeah, here in the Beeson Studios at the South Point. I'm glad you like the haircut. I just got it cut like an hour ago, so. South Point? No, barbershop. No, I didn't do it at South Point. I got my regular guy. He's been cutting my hair for oh. a long time. So John and Johnny. Yeah. the two. Yeah. So I'm, but I'm I'm glad you like it though. So Very nice. I can't see yours because you have a ball cap on today. I, so. I've
4: done my hair. Excuse you have. me. Have I not had a hat on less than you, ever?
3: I was gonna say, you've gotten a haircut on the day of our show far more often than <laughs> I have. So yes, I have. I'll, I'll give you credit for that. So barbershop right here. South right. Point. But before we get to talking about. Um, wrapping up Sonoma from a couple of weeks ago and talking about this weekend at Nashville. We have a a bit of sad news in the world of motorsports. Bruton Smith, who was the uh, founder, the builder of Charlotte Motor Speedway and basically rebuilt um, many, many other speedways, including Las Vegas Motor Speedway, um, passed away on Wednesday, and he was 95 years old and a guy that uh, meant a lot to both of us. I probably wouldn't be even here in Las Vegas if it wasn't for, for Bruton. So I'm um, very indebted to him, and I'm, I know you and your family have been close to Bruton for a number of years as well. You know, Dad, I talked to my dad this morning. He's, uh, when he got the
4: news yesterday, a tough day from Cotton Rosser in the rodeo world and then Bruton in the racing world. And uh, he, he laughed. He said, you know, he, he remember when he met Bruton, he said on Tuesday night, Bill France Jr. was meeting with Richie Klein and Ralph Ingolstadt to buy the Las Vegas Motor Speedway and had the deal done. Wednesday night, Bruton Smith met with Ralph, and Richie Klein to buy Las Vegas Motor Speedway, and he outfoxed Bill Jr. and that was how Dad met Bruton. Was the first time at dinner, and and you know they became very good friends. I mean, business partners. You know, almost did a casino in Atlanta recently, and and uh, you know, look at what he did. I t- told the guys in the morning drive this morning. You know, Jeff, you look at what he did at, at your track, at our track, Las Vegas Motor Speedway, when he built that neon garage. Look at what Daytona did. I mean, Daytona is the mech of our sport, right? Their garage was a pile of junk. Barton. Yeah, I mean, it was... <laughs> and you look at what they did, look at all the other...
3: Phoenix has done that. Richmond has done Phoenix, that. Rich, has done uh, it. Kansas, Kansas has done can that. T- I mean, right.
4: all these places built these amazing entertainment venues for the fans right after what Bruton did with the Neon Garage here at Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, icon of the sport uh, and, and good friend, and he'll be missed by both of us and by... The
3: SMI family as a whole And he always said We work for the fans But I'll tell you One of the stories I think that I loved About Bruton if you, if you ever get a chance There was an article Written in Sports Illustrated A long time back Ed Hinton I believe May have written the article for Sports Illustrated But Bruton talked about How poor he was Growing up on a farm mm-hmm. And they, they had the old Ice cream truck That would come by And they had those things Like Dove bars You know like the vanilla yep. Ice cream yep. bar With the chocolate Around them or whatever And he never could afford one and, and his mom Dad didn't have enough money For him to go and get One of those ice cream bars and they did the article on him, and he talked about how he just his goal was to make enough money that he could afford an a Dove bar, bar. an ice cream bar. And at the end of it, I think the writer, and I think it was Ed Hinton, I really can't remember, but uh, asked him, does he eat Dove bars very often? And his quote was, every damn day. <laughs> and if you walk into the su- his suite at any Speedway Motorsports facility, there was always, always ice the cream ice freezer. cream cooler and Dove bars were in those <laughs> ice cream coolers. And I think that was just sort of uh, him reminding himself of where he came from. Well, great so. man.
4: And, and the better news, he left... He left the world a better place than he came into it, but he left his company in a great shape. Marcus, the leadership. And the sport. The sport, you know, everything he left behind. Uh, Marcus is going to do a great job. All the GMs he has that have learned underneath him, you know, he, he's got a great legacy and got a lot of people that, that are going to keep towing the rope in the same direction, so to speak. So it's, you're not going to see a, a, a bit of hitch out of the SMI group. They're just going to honor and remember and have a great time doing it.
3: No, I think you're right. So so Godspeed, Bruton. We love you. And yep. uh, prayers out to the whole family, Marcus and all. All the other members of the family, um, but you know what? We we had a race at one of Bruce uh, Smith's tracks. That's right, and we're going to actually be going to another track that is owned by the, the New, Smith family. newly owned by newly owned by the Smith family in the past year and a half or past year or whatever. So, um, but anyway, let's let's kind of rewind a little bit on Sonoma. Daniel Suarez gets his first I career win, and, and I got I got to take some crow here. And you have been on that bandwagon for I like two years. I jumped off the bandwagon, and the wagon ran over you.
4: And a twenty-five to one. <laughs>
3: Wins the race, twenty-five to one to win the race. He was plus two hundred and sixty in Group D. He also, you know, we talked about those odds. There you go. There's a guy whose odds just plummeted from eighty to one to win the championship to twenty-five to one. And keep in mind, there is a road course in the playoffs. Yes, there is, and there's three more road courses to go in the regular season. And if he is his confidence level, you know, is going to be sky high even going into Nashville this weekend.
4: And, and listen, I, I like I said, I I've been I've said for. Two seasons now on this show, Daniel Suarez road course, watch, watch, watch. And he has blown transmissions. He had, he had all these problems and it's just, I, I finally on the show last week, muchachito, I love you. I'm sorry. I even said I'm off the bandwagon till he proves me wrong. And what does he do? He just needed me to get off his back and here he goes. So super excited. It was a great job of him winning, really pumped about what, you know, him getting to victory lane and what a way to do it. I mean, absolutely kick some butt in the race. I mean, you know, first stage, played it right strategy-wise, fourth and the second stage, 47 laps, you know, led the most laps on the day. I mean, unbelievable job. Great job.
3: I mean, once we got into the third stage and, and you know, being up there and watching it, it was there was no question he was in control. And even get a late caution, didn't matter. He was still in control. Uh, nobody was beating Daniel Suarez. As long as his car held up, he was winning. So let's take a look at the rest of the top 10. I think we've got... Amazing so top 10. Chris Busher comes in with a second-place finish, and you and I have talked about we don't really think of Chris Busher as a road racer, but he had an He's amazing He's done this run. a couple
4: times to us, too, so we bet we got to stop, stop saying Chris Busher's not a road racer because he did do it. And we talked about him, Michael McDowell. Who has proven
3: to be a good road yes. racer. So I don't think that this one car, shocks us as We said as much. this
4: last week, though. This car with Michael McDowell, the driver he is, and there he did. He did it right there. And the guy who's having the horrible season and slumping, right there again in the top five.
3: Yeah, Kevin Harvick gets fourth. Austin Cendrick, who we, we know That's right, w- yes, right, he won his group, and all three of us picked him in the group. So for once, we did not put the kiss of death on someone. Austin Sendrick, whose road racing talent is well known yes. from his Xfinity Series days, even his sports car days, That's even right. before that. The rest of the top ten: Ryan Blaney, Ross Chastain, giving Trackhouse two cars in the top seven. Ross had won the earlier road course race this year at, at Circuit of the Americas, and not really big surprises there. Chase Elliott, maybe a big surprise that Chase Elliott didn't finish higher. Then 8th, William Byron ninth, and Brad Keselowski 10th. And missing from that list is the guy who has now sat on the pole five consecutive years at Sonoma and won last year's race, uh, Kyle Larson. And, you know, in the race in 2021, he was so dominant that he was able to win each stage and go win the race. I think his crew chief probably made a poor calculation winning stage one when it turned out that about 25 guys pitted before the stage was over and he really never could get back up through the pack.
4: Well, you know, look, I mean, first, you know, Brad Keselowski, let me throw this out there, has had an abysmal season, top 10 for him. That was great. Uh,
3: both both of the uh, RFK, RFK cars, cars in the top 10, that's right. just like Trackhouse.
4: But you talk about Kyle Larson. I think the big thing here is when he did it last year, he did it with a car that was not a road racing car, right? It was a different style car. It was the old school NASCAR. More guys. Look at the top 10. Chris Buescher, Michael McDowell, Austin Sindrick, you know, guys that don't normally run up there, here they are because you have a good road course car, a car that handles better, and you got guys that can that can wheel a road course that car that are so, better
3: drivers than some people have probably given yes, them credit for over their history.
4: Absolutely. So you end up with that. It makes for a tougher day for Kyle Larson. Wins stage one, then gets mired in the pack. Couldn't come back through the field like he did, and he gets where he is. So I mean, heck of a run though for for you know my man Daniel Suarez. Way to go, dude.
3: And then, you know one little aside here that I thought was one of the coolest things is when he was on the cool down lap. Mm-hmm. I mean, to a man, I believe every single driver in the field pulled oh, up no, beside very him, to win. and I very mean, it, to win. I think everybody very was happy win. for him. So mm-hmm. it almost just gave you chills seeing all those guys, you know, waving out the window or giving him the hang loose sign or yep. whatever it was. But because um, I mean, well, you know, a lot of those guys, you know, probably felt like that when they got their first win, yeah. and they know how hard he's worked and and what a kind of guy he is too. And,
4: and we don't have it listed, but the top threes, uh, we always talk about double digit top threes: Chris Buescher, Michael McDowell. They absolutely were double-digit top three, And
3: unfortunately, we had to do our show, remember, a week ago we didn't have the top three, But they yet. were
4: absolutely double-digit top three. so double-digit top threes, so double digit top threes uh, reigned the day there.
3: So, with Daniel Suarez winning, guess what, Brendan? We're getting closer. We, we now get... have 12 different winners in getting 16 closer. races, which means we've also got some guys that are probably getting just a wee bit nervous. Kevin Harvick's now on the outside looking in. Tyler Reddick's been on the outside looking in.
4: Keeps moving that number down. Keeps moving those guys down the list. You get a couple more. We got Daytona, remember, last race before the playoffs. Always the the wild card there. So whoever's sitting in 16th is not going to be happy.
3: Are you a little surprised to see, I mean, we're 16 races in and that Kevin Harvick is on the outside? I mean, I know he didn't win a race last year, but I don't think we would ever even dream that Kevin he's, Harvick could miss the the playoffs.
4: He's running so strong. But if you look at some of the points numbers on these guys, I mean, Denny Hamlin, 325 points. Chris Briscoe, 386. The, you know, in points points... He's sitting like ninth, but guys behind him have won races. So, well,
3: you know, of the, of the top 16, Denny Hamlin is the lowest in points of anyone there. But because Denny Hamlin's got two wins, He's up he there. doesn't have anything to worry about. And again, we've got 10 races remaining, and it will take five. We have to get to 17, 17 to, in to, order to, to bump to, yeah, that's someone right. out that's right um, because I don't think that you know Kevin Harvick is going to end up being in first place in the standings without a win. I mean obviously there is that caveat. If the guy that's in first place in the standings doesn't have a win, then it would only be 15 winners. But I just don't see how that's going no. gonna work out right now. so Well this week we're turning our attention to Nashville. Only got about a minute left in this segment, so let's take a look at the next five races coming up. We're at Nashville this weekend, back to a road course, road, road America, Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. Then we go to Atlanta, which you know the Atlanta track has changed yep, a great yep. deal. And then we are uh, a couple of stalwarts, longtime tracks on the schedule, heading up to Loudon, New Hampshire, and then on to Pocono for the only race of the year at Pocono. Um, what do you make of the remainder of the schedule coming up they here? They didn't get next the doubleheader.
4: They didn't get the Pocono no doubleheader. Double that,
3: that race has been moved uh, was moved I to know. Gateway. Yeah,
4: I know. But still, I, I look, I love the schedule. We've said it all season long. Ben Kennedy, Steve Phelps, Steve O'Donnell, great job with the schedule, man. This is uh, – love what we see out of this stuff.
3: Well, when we come back, we talked about how we're going to another track owned by Bruton Smith. Uh, We'll be heading to the uh, Nashville Super Speedway this weekend. We come back on Gone Racing. We'll start breaking down all the odds at Nashville in the Ally 400. Welcome back into the second segment of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone, talking about the Ally 400 at Nashville Super Speedway this week, and before we talk about this year's race, we want to kind of reflect a little bit on last year, which was the first Cup Series race ever run at Nashville Super Speedway. They had taken a long break there, run some trucks and uh, Xfinity back in the day. Uh, Kyle Larson dominated that race last year. Uh, he finished second in the first stage, and then he won the second stage, and then he won the race. Uh, it was part of the four consecutive races that he won. It was actually the last of the four straight races. He won the Coke 600, he won in Sonoma, then he won the All-Star race, and then won at Nashville Super Speedway. But
4: 264 of 300 laps. That's pretty impressive.
3: Uh, And Chase Elliott was disqualified after the race was over. He actually took the first place in the first segment, but had that taken away, it ended up going to Kurt Busch, who who finished second uh, on the racetrack. He was disqualified because he had five loose lug nuts after the race was over. So he was completely... I I I don't know how the car was... The wheel was staying on the car with five loose lug nuts, but... At that point, as a crew chief, you might want to just say, hey, just come on down. I mean... That's well, a little much. But we head to Nashville this week, and, and I know you say this doesn't matter, but, of course, Kyle Larson now is going to be going to Nashville without his crew chief hey, for the next on. four races.
4: Can you imagine if you had five loose lug nuts now?
3: Well, that would be impossible. <laughs> if you got one loose lug nut now, it's a problem. Sorry. In fact, that's why Cliff Daniels won't be joining him in be... Nashville. Because and, you know,
4: and like you said, you know what I say about that? You know what that means?
3: Absolutely Nothing. But I also think that Kyle Larson's win in 2021 going into 2022 may mean Absolutely, absolutely nothing because we really have seen Kyle Larson where he dominated last year. He hasn't he's run well. Don't get me wrong, but no one has dominated new this car, year.
4: new car, new situation, all that stuff, but doing well, but not dominant,
3: right? So let's take a look at our, our odds to win this week. No big surprise that Kyle Larson is coming in at the favorite at plus 450. Kyle Busch is plus 750. Ross Chastain, who I want to point out, finished second in this race last year, not racing for Trackhouse. He was it with Ganassi. In fact, Ganassi had a Heck of a run yep. with both Ross and Kurt Busch last year in this race. Uh, Ross is plus 800 along with Chase Elliott. Then Denny Hamlin at 10 to 1. William Byron, Ryan Blaney, Martin Tricks Jr., Joey Logano all at 12 to 1. Tyler Reddick is 15. Christopher Bell and Alex Bowman 20. Kurt Busch, Kevin Harvick 25. Daniel Suarez last week's winner at 30 to 1 along with Chase Briscoe. Eric Almirola is 40 to 1. Austin Cendrick is fifty to one. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Austin Dillon, big numbers coming in at sixty to one.
4: You know, I still like we talked last year. Guys that have raced here multiple times, I kind of give a little nod to, and I can look right there at Austin Dillon, sixty to one. You know, he had a good run last year, fifth in stage one, second in stage two, and then had a pit miscue, ended up going back in the end, and and having a, a bad finish in the end. Not bad. I mean, he finished twelfth, uh, but. With the amount of testing they've done, with how well the RCR cars have done this year, I do think that a Tyler Reddick slash Austin Dillon bet here is not out of out of the realm of the ordinary.
3: Well, I think one thing we also have to establish, and you you're as good as anybody to speak to this. What track do we compare Nashville None. to? None. There's nothing. Is, is it like Gateway a little maybe? No,,
4: uh, it's not like Gateway at all. It's not like any track we race on. You can maybe say Dover because of the concrete and size. But Nashville it doesn't
3: is, have Dover's banking.
4: Nope, but at Nashville is its own animal. There is nothing like it. it's It's super tight corners, but all that concrete just gives you that grip and that eat. So I think that you know, guys that have been here, Austin Dillon been here a bunch. Uh Tyler Reddick been there a couple times. Some of the older guys, uh, Kyle Busch, you know, ran some stuff there. So I think that those sorts of guys have an advantage here. Kyle Larson notwithstanding. I think there's some numbers that I could jump onto here and be pretty happy with. Kevin Harvick, even, I, I kind of like.
3: So there's really, we can't really look at any race we've had this year, like you know, Chase Briscoe winning at Phoenix, or, or Joey Logano winning at Gateway and saying, oh, that gives them a little bit of a of an advantage. So that's probably going to be, I mean, that's going to be something that we look for, but if you don't have another track you can compare to, then you don't have another track to compare to. Okay, let's take a look at our bigger numbers here. Eric Jones, Brad Keselowski are 80-1. to 1, Bubba Wallace, AJ Allmendinger, 100 to one, Cole Custer 150, Chris Buescher, 200, Justin Haley 250, uh, and then we're getting to ridiculous numbers about everybody else. So, um, yeah, Eric uh, Jones 80 to one. You know, uh, there's a guy that he seems to have been running now, uh, the road course notwithstanding, it seems to have run pretty well on ovals lately.
4: No, he's been running much better as of late, so I, I will say that. And look, you can take the dinger, I mean, he's 100 to one, but we've talked about this college racing team, they've been pretty strong you know, running well. So I don't know. I, I just still struggle to see anybody. Cole Custer could pull something out because the Stuart Haas cars, if they start running better, we've said the short track version of this car, they've, you know, the Fords have done better than, than some of the mile and a half. This has more of a short track package in it because the grip level, because the concrete, the size. So maybe the Fords can run better. Maybe Cole Custer will look good. Um, I don't know. I, I, the second page I, I struggle with on this one, though. I don't, I don't see a whole lot coming out of this.
3: All right. Well, let's look at, take a look at our top three, something we weren't able to have last week, so we have those back this week. Kyle Larson coming in at plus 130. Kyle Busch, plus 210. Ross Chastain, Chase Elliott, plus 230. Denny Hamlin, plus 250. William Byron, Ryan Blaney, Martin Dricks Jr., Joey Logano, all at 330. Tyler Reddick is at 400. Christopher Bell, Alex Bowman, 550. Kurt Busch and Kevin Harvick, 700. Daniel Suarez, Chase Briscoe, 800. Eric Almirola, 10 to 1. Austin Cendrick, 13. Stenhouse and Dylan, 15. And we like to talk about the double digit guys. I circled one right now. You got one circled already? I already circled one. And let me tell you why.
4: We've t- I just mentioned the Forge, right? The Forge struggling this year, but we go to these shorter tracks, and they've been running pretty well. They performed. They, they basically look like they put their eggs in the Phoenix basket, right? The track that they need to win the championship on. So I'm looking. I go to last year's race. Eric Almirola starts. He starts first. Won the pole last year, Eric Almirola did. Did not remember that. Eric Almirola won the pole, finished fourth, sixth in stage two, ran well. I like Eric Almirola in the Fords. When when the Fords have been strong, Eric Almirola has been our best Ford a couple of times. If I don't like him in the top three, maybe I jump into the the prop with Ford and pick him. See what the number is when we get to later in the show. But I right now I I, I took this sheet, I circled, and I go, ooh, I like Eric Almirola, double digit.
3: All right, so we know who your double digit guy is there, and I, I think that's a great pick. In fact, and, you know, we talked about how well Stenhouse had been running, mm-hmm. and then he did yeah. he, he hasn't run as well the last couple of weeks, but uh, Stenhouse is a guy that has been pretty strong, and
4: he finished sixth last year in this race. So another guy that likes yeah, this track,
3: yeah, another guy to look out for. And the, the longer odds: Eric Jones, Brad Keselowski are twenty to one. Bubba Wallace, AJ Allmendinger at twenty five. Cole Custer forty. Chris Busher, Justin Haley at fifty. Michael McDowell at eighty to one. Uh, now Chris Buescher at fifty to one is. A little bit intriguing to me because uh, he's run well, but he, di- but uh, the road course versus this. But he's, he's run, I, I should say, decent. I, and I'm not saying I think he's going to finish top three, but I'm saying 50 to one is a pretty big number. For a guy who is coming off a top three, and you like to talk about momentum. No, I do. I mean, what I look at though on,
4: is is not this page, but another guy. If I'm looking for a double digiter, uh, you know, just just missing double digit. Chase Briscoe, he had a big accident in this race last year. I don't remember, really big wreck, uh, hurt like like oh my god, big. He finished third in stage two, and then had the wreck with uh, with like thirty to go, fifty to go, something like that. So. Chase Briscoe, once again, on the Ford thing, if this track works out more like the short tracks, which I believe it will, uh, I do like that Chase Briscoe 800, I do like the Eric Almirola, I do kind of like the Ricky Stenhouse with how well he was on a string of a bunch of top tens in a row, so I mean, if he gets back to that, but uh, there's a lot of guys top three, Tyler Reddicks, Austin Dillons that I still like, Um, both those guys have good numbers, so I'm, I'm pretty
3: heavy on the top threes this week. Let's take a look at our head-to-heads, and I'm going to admit to you that I cheated a little bit and looked ahead. We have a head-to-head number that I don't think I've ever seen. Wow.
4: Kevin see Harvick
3: it. is plus 190 against Ross Chastain's minus 220. I don't know that I've ever seen plus 190 in a head-to-head because typically the drivers are so close that you don't get a number like that.
4: No, I have not either, but, that, but is that enough to entice me? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, look, a lot of time, the betting odds, right, it's it's enticement. I mean, do, do you get a big enough number? That's a head-to-head race now. Ross Chastain, been in fuego, right? I mean, you cannot knock what Ross Chastain's been doing. Finished second in this race last year. No stage points, but finished second. But, man, Kevin Harvick, I mean... He finished fifth last year in this race. I mean, it's not like he was awful. He
3: wasn't chopped liver, and and here and the plus one ninety head to head. I mean, and this same guy that's minus two twenty against Kevin Harvick is plus one twenty against Kyle Larson. I mean. <sighs> <if> you, <laughs> That's like, uh, wow. There's some su- surprising numbers in, in head-to-heads this week. Chastain and Ryan Blaney both are plus 120 to Kyle Larson's minus 140. Even Kyle Busch is getting a plus at 110 to Kyle Larson's minus 130. I just don't think Larson's that dominant this year. No, I don't.
4: And I I like the Ryan Blaney. I'm going on the Ford thing this week. I, I, you know, Ryan Blaney versus Kyle Larson, a plus 120 is a good return right there. I don't dislike that. Kyle Busch at plus 110. I don't dislike that. So... There's actually head to heads. There's a lot of numbers I kind of like right now. I mean, Kyle Busch, fourth and sixth in the stages last year, led 10 laps. So it wasn't like he had a bad day.
3: Well, and if Ryan Blaney could have a good win, we mentioned him plus 120 against Kyle Larson. He's also plus 110 against Kyle Busch at minus 130 and plus 110 against Ross Chastain at minus 130. So, you do the do line on Blaney and try to make something. Well, that's the thing. If you come up with a do line on Ryan Blaney, then you probably are sitting there feeling like you've made some money. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how what, if people do decide to go after Kevin Harvick on that number because that's uh, – That's pretty astronomical. All right, when we come back on Gone Racing, we will start talking about our group matchups. And this week, we've also got our props for best Chevy, best Toyota, best Ford. We'll be right back. Want to rewatch any part of today's show or any past show? Check out the Gone Racing Podcast. It's free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. We give you all the latest news, odds, and everything you need to know to head to the betting counter before each NASCAR Cup Series race. The Gone Racing Podcast is free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast. And while you're there, catch up on all the other VEASAN shows as well. Jeff Motley, Brendan Gone, back here for... Gone racing? Our, put those glasses our, back our on. Third, I can put my glasses back on now so I can see the screen. <laughs> see, so I, I, I'm, 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 I guess I'm far, I'm nearsighted. No, because I take my glasses off to read, work on a computer, but like I can't see the screens here if I don't put them on, and I, you I can't do the bifocals because
4: I could, can, I can can't play give golf you our time with bifocals.
3: I could say that you know I don't have to have glasses, but I'd be lying. <laughs> I've never. Do you wear contacts? <laughs> no, but. Oh, I just fight through it. Oh, so you're kind of guessing at some of the numbers on the screen right now. Well, I do like that well, Wyatt it,
4: does a nicer job of printing. These true. Uh, yeah. If
3: Isaiah is listening, Isaiah just likes to put the screws to you because oh, he do, does. Do he does four point type yeah, on the font uh, on, er- <laughs> on everything. So hold, hold up the picks. Here, look here. at the font oh, on the picks. See, see that's art. We'll you, that. you, you can, can read that. You can read that from the two. Even shot. though we're giving away their picks <laughs> for the uh, for, for segment four already, but who cares? All right, it's group matchup time. We love the group focus, matchups. Let's focus. Do our, be professional. Group A, we've got a great Group A this week. Uh, Kyle Larson coming in, no big surprise, as a favorite at plus 235. Kyle Busch is plus 265. Ross Chastain, plus 295. Ryan Blaney, plus 300. Um I, I don't think Ross Ryan,
4: Chastain Group A, you want to talk about, I mean,
3: woo, baby, come on. He has definitely uh, come from nowhere. Uh, what's the the Jefferson's theme? Moving on, moving up, on up. Moving on up. Uh, to me, I kind of draw a line through Ryan Blaney. I don't see Blaney winning this group, but I really think any of the other three guys would not shock me if they won this group, won the race, dominated. Yeah, this.
4: I just I, it's, it's hard for me to pick anybody in that group because you know how we think about Kyle Busch and new tracks. Uh, you know, Kyle Larson, how strong he was, Ross Jastain, what he's done this year, Blaney, you know, even Blaney. I mean, look, he had a crash last year, uh, but I, you know, he's so good. I I just, like you said, maybe I'll take Blaney out, but it's still a three man race. Not enough juice there for me to, to be worth the squeeze.
3: Well, and I, I think we also have to realize too, going into this race at Nashville, both Ross Jastain and Daniel Suarez, this race means a lot to their owner, Justin Marks. Yes, they're, they're talking about moving their race shop to Nashville. We know Tootsies. Everybody's, from, if yep, you ever been to Nashville, you though. ever oh, yeah, you on that been on Lower Broadway, Broadway <laughs> you've probably been to Tootsies. If you've even seen the NBC promos they're doing That's with right. Keith Urban uh, inside of Tootsies, and they're going to be on the car this week. So, uh, definitely a lot of focus for the track house team. Uh, so, Ross is, is a guy that is going to want to win this one back. With
4: all that there, and the kid tends to perform when pressure's on, uh, I, you know, I, I kinda like that if you're if you're going off on all the pressure on him. So I kinda it's, like that.
3: It's certainly a pretty good number on him, that's for sure. Now taking a look at Group B, we got three guys all in the dead heat there. Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, and Joey Logano all plus two seventy. Martin Turks Junior at plus two seventy five. Um I, I'm gonna jump right in and say I, I think Chase Elliott should be a clear favorite in this group. And and I think the fact that he's plus 270, um, I really, really like Chase Elliott in this group.
4: Yeah, I mean, look, he did not dominate this race last year. If you remember, it was like four, five, six, seven laps to go, eight laps to go, made a move, got to his bumper. Kyle went up, slapped the wall, did one of his Kyle Larson, two high moves. Chase got by him, wins the race. Uh, but I think Chase wants a little redemption after what happened with the the multiple lug nuts last year. I do like Chase on this. Uh, Martin Truex has just not been the Martin Truex of of old. You know, I mean, he's just he's not running that well right now. So and Denny
3: Hamlin has been the true example of wreckers or checkers. I mean, he, and not maybe not wreckers, but he's won two races and he's finished really and poorly and 21st the and
4: 22nd last year at this race. Martin Truex and Denny Hamlin side by side. So uh, I I do like I do like Chase Elliott in this group uh, right off the bat.
3: Yeah, and is another guy. I mean, he got the win at Gateway, but Logano has been inconsistent as well. Um, so I I'm with you. And did he win on he won on the dirt last year? He didn't win on the dirt mm-hmm. this year. So, all right. Group C. William Byron comes in as our favorite in Group C at plus two forty. Christopher Bell is plus two forty five, and then big odds on Alex Bowman at plus three o five, and Tyler Reddick at plus three o five. A guy that we keep thinking is going to break through.
4: Yeah, you know the only thing that scares me is William Byron right there he was so good last year, fourth in the stage, third for the race. Uh, I think him over Alex Bowman in my head. Uh, I just i I like what Byron's done there. It's only one data point, but Tyler Reddick though, man, three hundred five—that's very, very enticing as well as he's run on this type of surface, as well as he's run at the Dover's at at, at these play. I, I three hundred five might be enough enough juice there to to get me to say I like Tyler Reddick. But I'm I'm either I'm either, you know, I'm either bonnet or, or boot or bonnet on this one. I'm I'm either William Byron or Tyler Reddick. Those are the two I like.
3: Yeah, and I'm kind of with you there. I mean the Tyler Reddick, it's like you just keep thinking he's gonna put it together. But I tell you I don't ever anymore discount Alex Bowman. He's one of those guys that it just seems as soon like as you
4: discount him. It seems like there, there's yeah.
3: 25 laps to go in the race and suddenly there's the 48 car somewhere exactly. up there near the, near the front. So Alex Bowman can be a very hard one to read when it comes to the groups because he certainly has a share of wins. Let's get to my favorite group right now. Group D. Group D. Kevin Harvick and Chase Briscoe, plus 235. Talk talked about both of them. Kurt Busch, plus 280. And then Daniel Suarez with a humongous number at plus 365. Okay.
4: Motley, third in stage one, seventh for the race last year. What is he coming off of? A win. A win. What do I believe in? Momentum. And you're telling me 365 in a four-man horse race? It's a good number. I just, the, the what you just talked about, the Tootsies, the pressure, the Nashville thing, this this Trackhouse team has proven they are an elite organization already. Daniel getting the win. I know he hasn't been good. I jumped off your bandwagon last week. Muchachito, 365. I'm betting you. I'm picking you. I'm foreshadowing it.
3: I don't disagree with you. I I think that's an amazing pick to go, Daniel Suarez. But I honestly like both of the long shots here. Kurt Busch is a much better pick, I believe, than Kevin Harvick or Chase Briscoe, although I know you're probably hedging all that wanting to pick that Kevin Harvick uh, plus 190 in the head-to-head. But I don't think we should discount Kurt Busch here. Yeah, I Yeah, mean, that's only a head-to-head. He can, he can win both. Kurt had a very good run here last year. I think he had a top yep, 10 in this race 10. last year, driving for Ganassi. Uh, we know how well he ran at Gateway yep. this year. I mean, he probably may have had the best car at the end of the race at Gateway. He just kind of got behind on the pit stop. So... I just would not be shocked to see Kurt Bush win this group, but I think you're right. The number is so 365
4: big. 365 momentum. It is so big on wind. Daniel
3: Suarez. The Tootsies
4: is going to be on the car. He, you know, pitbulls probably going to be there. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's so much stuff, and 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 the kids riding high right now. I'm going to, like I said, I jumped off the bandwagon. I apologize. I'm going to jump back on
3: it right here. You know what that means? Uh, I <laughs> let, just go to Group B so so I can stop talking about it. Daniel, that was Brendan. If you get jinxed this week, we're sorry. All right. Okay. All right. Moving along. Group E. Eric Almirola, Austin Cendrick are co-favorites at plus two fifty. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. at plus two eighty five, and Eric Jones at plus three hundred five. This is a tough group.
4: Well, and I already bragged about Eric Almirola a little bit, so of course I'm going to say that I kind of like Eric Almirola. But you know, if, if I foreshadow a couple pages in my notes here, and I look down at, at the at the best Ford, um, I'm probably going to say that. He has a much better shot, better number than that, so I'd probably wait for that. Stenhouse, yeah, he was running good. Eric Jones, he's been running the least. Cindric, been running the least. Uh, I I think Eric Almirola is kind of an easy shot in
3: that one. You know, I feel like we talk You know, every week there's a group that we look at them and say, man, I could make a case for and against all four guys. And I kind of look at this group here for me only because – I think Eric Jones is a guy who is starting to show more consistency. I mean, we've seen him have Mm -hmm. some decent runs there. So, um, Cindric had a good run at Sonoma. I know it's a road course, but top five. So, I think this one could be all over the board. So, me personally, I would stay away from this group. Group F. Guess who's back, He's back in, in, gr- guess who's back? Guess who's in who's back in group. Guess who's back. He's not only go-go. back in group F, but he is the favorite in group. Wow, F. Wow! But look at the names in group F. Chris Busher's the favorite at plus two fifty. Oh, his how the mighty team, have fallen. His teammate Brad Keselowski plus two seventy. Bubba Wallace plus two eighty five. Along with AJ Allmendinger. What do you think?
4: Uh-huh. The returns not enough, but I like. The, I think the Dinger. Forget about the numbers. I just think the Dinger's going to win that group. I mean, Bubba Wallace maybe. I like the two dogs, but. But I'm sorry, the RFK cars, yeah, they had a couple good runs. Chris outrunning Brad most of the time. Brad's 30th in points, Jeff. I mean, 30th in points. He belongs in Group F right now. I'm sorry, Brad. I love Brad. You know that. I mean, but this has nothing personal. This is uh, Bubba or the Dinger. Um, you want to go the guy that runs every week, Bubba, but I, I think that the Dinger right there has, a, has my edge.
3: Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I like Busher here. I know you're down on the RFK cars, but I think Busher. I'm 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 put your money where your mouth is. Well, I might be doing that. Right. Um, I'm more down on Keselowski with the RFK cars than I am Busher because I do think Busher's had, you know, some decent runs. You know, and Bubba's an interesting example because at some point there's going to be some pressure there because Kurt Bush is is pretty much outrunning in most weeks, and I got to believe at some point for Bubba he's got to really he's going to need to step up. Don't you agree? Yeah, and look, that's what
4: Kurt came there to do is to help the program and to help Bubba, and it's, it's got to start stepping up here pretty soon. I mean, Kurt's 19th in points, and Bubba's down in 25th, a large way, 100-plus points away.
3: And Kurt's got the win, and Kurt is actually challenged for some other wins. Yep. He's been consistent throughout, so I just think the pressure level is starting to ramp up on Bubba right now. All right, we come back on Gone Racing. We'll talk about our prop bets for Chevy, for Ford, for Toyota, and we'll give you our picks for the Ally 400. Welcome back to our final segment of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gaughan, Hall of Famer Brendan Gaughan, was inducted into the <laughs> West Coast Stock Car Motorsports Hall of Fame at Sonoma a couple weeks ago. I know we joked about the fact that I was going to leave you, before your speech, you, but I stayed for your speech. I'm touched, Mr. Motley. Um, you actually stayed. Which means I had to endure some other <laughs> speeches before we got to yours. Uh, you way. know, I mean, listen, it's,
4: um, it, they, listen you're, you're getting inducted to the Hall of Fame. It's your special night, right? I mean,
3: Exactly, yeah, but you're also being inducted with ten other people, and it's their special <laughs> night too. Uh, Bobby Sills, or whatever. The, his the only was. one I was
4: bummed about was Herschel McGriff was supposed to be there to, to induct. Uh, uh, I can't remember which one he was supposed to to be there, and Herschel. Uh, Herschel's ninety plus years old. Right, he fell and hurt his hip. He fell something. and hurt his hip, and he he. I actually spoke to to his wife on the phone. Um, she said he was doing okay, and he he said hi from the background. But I love me some Herschel McGriff. Man. Well,
3: I'm not going to mention a name, but you know the night was was kind of going on long. And Butch Gilliland and Todd Gilliland both got up to induct David Gilliland. And David, if people don't know, is Butch Gilliland's son, son. and Todd Gilliland's father. So three generations of yep. Gillilands. And I'm not going to mention this person's name who was in the room, but he sent me a text from another table, and he said the way rate, rate this night is going, we're going to be inducting David Gilliland's son. <laughs> So I was
4: anyway, short. I was short and sweet.
3: You, you were, you were good. See, I was not worried about you getting up there speaking. In fact, I, th- I was expecting a little more humor myself. But oh, you, you played a nice kind night. of a straight man up there. So okay, let's back to the Ally Four Hundred. We're going to talk about our. Uh, prop picks to be the top finishing manufacturer: Chevy, no surprise. Kyle Larson, the favorite at plus two thirty. Ross Chastain and Chase Elliott, four fifty. William Byron, seven hundred. Tyler Reddick, eight fifty. Then we move into the double digits: Alex Bowman, Daniel, Dan, Alex Bowman, eleven to one. Daniel Suarez, seventeen to one. And then big numbers: Stenhouse, thirty-five. Austin Dillon, thirty-five. Eric Jones, forty. Almondinger, fifty. Haley, hundred. And Baliki and Dillon won't finish at the top Chevy.
4: Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, it's hard to go against single-digit guys, right? I mean, Chase Elliott, we're pretty high on Kyle Larson, pretty high on Ross Chastain. Uh, you know, you want to take a long shot, Tyler Reddick, maybe. You know, I think uh, he.
3: Bowman and Suarez in double and, digits, though. I no, mean, that, I'm that's not, not terrible.
4: But well. I just, once again, I stay away from the Chevys. I take the Chevy prop every week, and I just put a big X on the page and go, can't do it.
3: Well, I'm probably, I might do it this week, and I'm probably going to regret it. But <clears throat> we'll get to that when okay. we get to the picks. But, hey, I'm in first place. I'm allowed All to do that, right? right? All right, top Fords. Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, both coming in at plus two forty. Kevin Harvick at five fifty. Chase Briscoe seven hundred. Then we get into the double digits here. Almirola ten to one. Cindric twelve to one. Kozlowski twenty. Cole Custer thirty five. Chris Busher forty. Michael McDowell hundred.
4: Look, I, I've been bragging on him all day long. I, I I like Eric Almirola. I really I'm I just there's something about Almirola right now with the way the Ford's run with what he's done here. He's run fairly well this year. He doesn't get a lot of credit for it. He's 11th in points. Points, you know, if you just take straight points, he's 11th in points. He's run well. He ran well here last year. Uh, I, I've, I just, I've got a hunch on old Almora
3: this week. You know, and he announced before the season started that this was going to be his final season. You think at some point that might be might start kicking in on him? Say, hey, I want to make the playoffs in my last year. So, I think we've seen him run better lately. So, I think that's a good pick. Okay, our top Toyota, we don't have nearly as many of them in the field, so it's harder to get bigger numbers here, but Kyle Busch is plus 200. Denny Hamlin, plus 250. Martin Trix Jr., plus 350. Christopher Bell is 600. Kurt Busch, 800. And our only double-digit guy, all the way down at 25 to 1, uh, Bubba Wallace. To your, to your point
4: you were making a minute ago, right? That Bubba has got to start the, – there's going to be pressure here at some point, and that right there just kind of speaks to it, right? I mean, you got plus 200 to plus 800 – And then 25-1. to So the the one guy they're saying is not performing in the Toyota camp, he's got to start stepping up soon. That's what Kurt's there to help him do. So we'll see.
3: Well, and I think, you know, um, Michael Jordan's a winner. And I think Michael Jordan wants to see results. So I think you're right. There's going to be a little bit of pressure turned up there. All right, we'll take a quick look at our championship odds, uh, only because we saw one guy's odds go from 80 to 1 down to 25 to 1, and that was Daniel Suarez. So we now I – mean, not not really big changes, although the odds now I mean the favorite is plus 500. I mean, that's a much higher number than what we started the season with when our favorite was a plus 360.
4: No, and, and look, we, we've talked about – once again, wait, I mean, how many times do I got to say the same thing, Motley? If you're paying attention – you know, we said don't bet Kyle Larson the start of the season because it, it, if you know it might get smaller, but it's not going to get much smaller. But it should grow. Well, right now, Kyle Larson five fifty, Chase Elliott, you know, is, is right there at five or Kyle Larson five hundred, Chase Elliott five fifty. You know, these are good numbers right now on two guys that could be the favorite. And but we got always put every, every time we show this, I'm going to point out Ross
3: Chastain
4: is almost your co favorite for the championship start of the season at seventy to one.
3: And it's now the time that if you really want to take a flyer on Kevin Harvick, you take it. He's up to thirty to one. There
4: you go. Do you think that's, he's going to get
3: high? I mean, that's the only guy really left out there, right? That, well, no, I say mean, Truex hasn't won, but and his odds have only gone from nine hundred twelve to one.
4: Well, not on this page is Austin Dillon, which means he's going to be over, you know, thirty to one odds. What if Austin Dillon gets a win and starts, you know, figuring this stuff out? That number will shrink. So there's still other people that aren't on this board. Just remember. This is how you hedge your bet. You get, pick a couple futures in there, get some high numbers. Even uh, you know, t- t- Alex Bowman is still 16 and 18 to one. I mean, that's a go- Hendrick camp. They're so strong. I, there's a lot of good numbers there. You can do. You can do a lot of hedging if you do it right.
3: No, I think you're right, and I think we're probably going to get another new winner or two before we get to the get to the playoffs. So, all right, let's take a look at how uh, we did with our picks. Uh, you and I, at least, we got one right. That's one, everybody but we did not. But we did not jinx. We did not. Gene, Austin Cindric Austin Cindric everybody picked Austin Cindric but we got to give the pit crew a pat on the back not only did they get Cindric they had Michael McDowell in group E and who knew the pit crew knew Chris Busher could drive a road course better than we did I guess so pit crew had Chris Busher in group F it was a great week for the pit crew they got 8.9 units um, moved solidly into second place yes they did so somebody's three got three winners
4: right some... i mean a great week for the pit crew yes. I mean, way to go boys three winners
3: uh Brennan and I only got the Cindric pick uh Kind of feel like we were a little bit hard luck there on, on Kyle. I was. I, well, I think we are both hot, bad luck on Kyle Busch, who was running well, got caught up in an accident and lost a bunch of positions late in the race. So it uh, didn't help him out, although Suarez was still, still the class of the field. All right, it's time to get into this week's picks. And, uh, Brendan, uh, you're the guy I think, crew, at the Doesn't pick crew
4: so, go fit? I thought pit crew went first. No, I think oh, the last place person That's right. I forgot how we do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wyatt's wagging his finger at me like, you know, no, 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 no. That's because no, he's on the pit crew. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to do something I don't often do. I'm going for a race winner. I'm going for redemption with Chase Elliott. I think that last year, Chase Elliott, you know, he wants that win back. He, he feels cheated by it. So Chase Elliott to win the race is, is where I'm starting, plus 800. So I can hope for a good day there. I'm also going to do something that I don't normally do. I may be doubling down on somebody. I'm going top threes, and I'm going to that Eric Almirola. I've been high on Eric. I've talked about it all show. And I think that Eric Almorola on the top three is, is is a a good bet. And I'm doubling down on Eric Almorola. He's also 10 to 1 as the top Ford prop. So I'm going to jump jump in twice with Eric. If I have a good day with Eric Almorola, Eric, I am going to put you back on the Christmas ham list. I mean, uh, you know, that that could really make my day. Then I'm going to do uh something we don't often I'm not often i am I'm setting all sorts of things we don't do. Head-to-head, I'm going, the, I'm going the Kevin Harvick plus 190 head-to-head. It's too big of a number in a two-man horse race, and I think Kevin Harvick is going to pull one out for me. He made the changes to his pit crew this week. He's back to the old Kevin, griping and complaining, which means he's going to start moving back forward. And then I only got one group matchup this week, and I just can't leave 365 in a group matchup laying out there. Daniel Suarez, group whatever that is, D, uh, 365, ride the momentum. I'm, I'm sorry I jumped off your
3: bandwagon one week too early, Muchachito. Read them and weep, right? Okay, I've got the pit crew picks here. They're going Kyle Larson in Group A, Chase Elliott to win Group B, Tyler Reddick in Group C, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in Group E. Group heavy. And they're going Kevin Harvick as the top forward. So they're going head to head with the Al- Eric Almirola fan club over here. Yeah, they're they're taking me taking me to the shed if they if they beat me, they're going to kick my butt. This is true, and they they were very good in the groups last week. Yes, I mean, they, they were. did or in the Sonoma race two weeks ago. So uh, got three wins out of that. So okay, I guess I'm uh, last to make my picks. I'm going in the groups. Uh, Chase Elliott in Group B. I'm also going to go with Daniel Suarez in Group D. I just that three sixty five number is just too enticing to leave out there. I'm going to go Chris Buescher in Group F. I'm going for two weeks in a row. I'm I'm betting on Chris Buescher there. I'm going to go Ross Chastain with top Chevy. Uh, I just think he's going to be – I think he's going to win the race, if you want my honest opinion about it. But I'm not ready to go that far out on a limb. And then I'm going to go Kyle Busch as top Toyota because I just think right now he's the class of the field. I know it's only a plus 200, but so what? It's it, it, What's Uncle Brent always say? He goes, it's about Cashing cash and tickets. tickets. So um, as far as I'm concerned, I just think that's the – that's the way to go. So we got less than a minute to go. Nashville Super Speedway this weekend, the Ally 400. Take us for a lap around Nashville. Yeah, a
4: ton of fun. I mean, the concrete gives you, you know, so much grip. So you can haul off into turn 1. Watch those Goodyear tires just eat this concrete up a ton of g-forces jeff it really slings you back the other way that wall comes back at you really fast pretty quick down the back straightaway. but then turn four is where the race is won and lost the track goes away from you increasing radius you got to keep your foot on the gas and of course where do you want to be good is the last turn before the start finish line so got to be good out of turn four but super bumpy super awesome ton of fun miss race in
3: nashville all right that'll do it for us this week i won't be here next week brendan will have a guest In next week, we'll break down the Ally 400 and talk about Road America.
2: Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
4: Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass if all that sounds too good to be true it'll sound even better on the new roku pro series your hearing isn't better your tv is